0: In Between Sundays, episode 10. You're listening to In Between Sundays, where we give you the essentials to live in the world outside of church. From your first job after college to becoming the CEO, this is a podcast for the other six days of the week. Well, welcome to In Between Sundays, a podcast dedicated to young adults. I am Pat Padley. And I'm Nick Padley. And uh, you are listening to In Between Sundays. And we are recording live at Scooter's Coffee House on the Plaza, the Country Club Plaza, that is, in Kansas City, Missouri. You can find it at scooterscoffeehouse.com. And uh, this is our 10th episode, so we thought we would bring in some guests. And today we are lucky to have Dr. Paul Camerata from the St. Cast.
1: Hey guys, how you doing? And we
0: have uh, Father Seraphim from Catholic Under the Hood. Peace and good. (laughs) It's funny because we don't start out our show that way. (laughs) Maybe we should, I don't (laughs) know. Maybe we should. Uh, So, uh, Father Seraphim was rolling through the hood, Kansas City that is, Yes. and uh, so we all met up at a Royals game that uh, was nice, Uh, we all met up and uh, Dr. Paul, you had a great idea for us to... To be, to be podcasting
1: Well we went to the game Last Friday Zach Grinky, The Royals new ace Was pitching And we thought We'd have a uh, Thought we'd have a win But unfortunately oh. True to form the, game, the team lost But we had a good time that's, and, uh, Oh come thing, on. It's, yeah. If
2: they don't win It's a shame right Jeez. Yeah, yeah. It's a, if wait, it was a shame. Actually mm-hmm. I think
0: It's if they don't win Nick showed up to the game <laughs> 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 That's
1: right Nick, Nick made it The ninth inning So we did yeah, enough To watch
0: the fireworks Didn't they give it uh, away In the ninth Or something like that <laughs> yeah, right, right, right when I showed up Oh oh shoot Oh, man. Balls well. through the legs and all over the place. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, Father Seraphim's here because he lives here. He's taking a break. And, uh, I mean, I shouldn't say he lives here. He grew up here, right, Father? Went to high school here?
2: Yes, there are people all around town who knew me as I w- what I was before I was a priest. But, uh, <laughs> fortunately, they've all signed confidentiality. <laughs> that's right. yeah. There's a
1: bunch of people at the door trying to get in over there. That's yeah. right. We had, yeah. to,
2: we had to invoke mall security. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: right. Well, we do uh, something called the Three J's. Uh, every once in a while where we kind of check in and see how things are going for uh, each other during the weekend. It's your junk, your joy, and your Jesus moment. And uh, your Jesus moment is kind of that spiritual moment, and your joy is obviously something that has made you happy. And your junk is something that's, you know, uh, maybe you need to work on or something that's been keeping you down. So I would like to ask you guys, what is your junk, your joy, and your Jesus moment? If you need some time to think, I can go ahead and go first. So...
1: Well, I'll go ahead and uh, start. My junk, right. uh, my junk was last night. I did, uh, I'm training for another marathon, trying to, you know, hit that elusive Boston qualifying time. And so I'm in a speed group uh, session. We go once a week. And uh, we were out at uh, Shawnee Mission Park doing some hill workouts last night at oh. uh, breakneck speed. And, uh, you know, on the verge of losing my dinner and all kinds of things. It was uh. not not pleasant. So <laughs> that was clearly my... Uh, my junk for the week. Um, my joy. Wow. Well, I am a huge baseball fan, and last night the Royals did win again, second Yay, night yeah, in a row. Hey, they, yeah, they're row. winning. Kind of. That's right.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: was, that, was, that the, was that the cowbell salute? To the Royals? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a
1: little cowbell salute to the Royals. Thank you, Mark. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> from, uh, Mark uh, gifted that to the St. Cast a few years ago. So. <laughs> and uh my jesus moment i I had uh, last week in my office a, uh, a patient who returned to see me, who I think was miraculously healed had a an incredible uh, uh, young young girl who was actually pregnant when she came in with a big brain hemorrhage and uh, was in a coma for a couple of weeks artificially induced coma, massive brain swelling and i and others uh, prayed uh, massively for her and i think um, I think uh, I prayed to uh, Blessed Kateri Tekawitha for oh, her cool. healing, and uh, and she walked into my office, um, you know, looking looking pretty darn good. So that was a that was a Jesus moment. That's
0: awesome. Yeah. Well, that's great. Okay. Um Oh, you Pat, Pat. just pointed to me, and I've I've been like watching the levels. I've been thinking about mine. Uh, no, my my junk is I, I. It's it's been a it's been a long week because we're getting ready to roll out this website that I'm working on called MyCatholicFaithDelivered.com, com, and so I've been taking a lot of beta tester feedback, and of course, in the beta tester feedback, some people have been very open about things they don't like and so sometimes taking constructive criticism Wait, isn't that the point of a beta well, tester. Yeah, it, it is okay. but you know something you, know, you can only have so much constructive criticism before you start thinking it's about you and also of anyone anyway. so uh, yeah, it is been, about you isn't it, yeah. it. <laughs>
1: that's
0: very true so uh so yeah that's that's been my junk um my joy is that i've actually been really been looking forward to this all week and uh this and tomorrow night uh, we have a uh a theology on tap that i'm really looking forward to seeing a lot of friends at and hmm, my jesus moment i have to be proud of this last sunday uh at mass father had a really excellent homily at ascension which is our home parish and uh um, i really liked it it's kind of a slam dunk homily for me
2: so that was my jesus moment great
0: uh, father
2: um well i'll put this in the junk category though it really it could fit into i think more than one of them uh, we lost another friar in our province who passed away. He was 89 years old, uh, Father Augustine, and I ask everyone to, if they can, keep him in his prayers. But he was a valued part of our community. Uh, he really was able to minister the, to the to the youth there at Franciscan University, and he will be we will missed. My joy moment was opportunity to reconnect with a friend from back in my elementary school days that I hadn't been in contact for a good 20 years that uh, we met together on Facebook of all places and, uh, and got back wow. uh, back connected so that was good my Jesus moment was that I was able to celebrate a mass and two baptisms this Sunday so uh, three sacraments in, in a row wow. here is always a great opportunity so that was my Jesus moment for the past week well, my junk
0: uh, actually happened today, unfortunately. I went to the dentist. Ooh, and Ooh! Wow. Well, Did you okay. take a lot of junk out of your mouth, like uh, cavities? Oh, Paul. Oh, <laughs> man. Oh, I hate that sound. Uh, <laughs> all those people listening with headphones on. You know. <laughs> um, well, no, it's just, you know, I, it's not that I don't, I dislike the dentist. I'm not one of those people who fears the dentist. It's just that... It's expensive, and uh, as well as I'm going to have to go back and get some other things done, which were, they did not make me very happy. So, um, and then my joy was the other day, uh, and uh, took the day off of work because I had had a long weekend, and uh, of working, and spent the day with Elizabeth. And we went downtown. We looked at the Liberty Memorial. We visited. Uh, we toured the uh, Federal Reserve Building downtown, and then we had some of the best Thai food I think in town. Lulu's down on uh, Southwest Boulevard. Really spicy? Well, uh, I this is the first time I actually tried medium spice, and I, I did okay. So I'm I'm not going to go up to the hot. <laughs> yet. Oh yeah, come go for it. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, maybe if I have like an acid <laughs> or some <laughs> a fire sort. extinguisher with you. Yeah. Right and in uh, my Jesus moment was uh, on Monday. I uh, met with our parish priest and had a really nice conversation uh, with him, and uh, we actually talked about using some new media in our parish. So I'm that's be, really exciting. I'm going to be excited to. Uh, Maybe try some of that and uh, propose some stuff to them. So that's uh, that's the three J's. Klaatu, Maradha, <laughs> Okay then.
1: Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth?
0: Don't nobody understand the words that are coming out of your mouth, man. This is What's My Line, where you call in and give us words or phrases, and we have to fit them into our show. We'll choose one or two every show, and if we choose yours, you'll win a prize.
2: No matter what anybody tells you, words and ideas can change the world. Oh, this is the worst-looking hat I ever saw.
0: Oh, it looks good on you, though. (laughs) So this is uh, the What's My Line segment, and uh, one of our friends, Victoria, went ahead and called in a What's My Line. Hey, Nick and Pat, it's Victoria in San Antonio, and I am calling because I have a phrase for your What's My Line segment. I am a bit of a word nerd, I have to admit, and last year my death calendar was a forgotten English death calendar, and so I I saved some of my favorite pages, and so I was looking through them, and I found one that that I, I challenge you to incorporate into your podcast, and it is a Yorkshire Compliment which is a gift of something useless to the giver. So, there you go, Yorkshire Compliment, which is a gift of something useless to the giver. Um, good luck, hopefully, I'll
2: hear that ding. And uh, uh, your podcast is great, keep up the great work. Talk to you later.
0: Well, thanks Bye. Victoria. Thank you very much. and uh, We weren't really sure if she meant a Yorkshire compliment is the phrase or a gift is something useless to the giver. So we decided that you can use both. And that includes you, Father Seraphim, and Dr. Paul. So uh, if you guys use it, you will hear a ding. And then if you use it in a boring or a very bad pun way or something like that, you'll get a buzzer like this. <laughs> yeah. But if we, if, if we use it, uh, or or vic- the groaner foul. The, yeah, the groaner foul. Where we go like that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but if foul. we use it, Victoria yeah. wins a prize. And uh, Nick, what's the, what are the what's the prize this week? Uh, uh, well, I still have some medals blessed by Pope Benedict and uh, some Saint Philip Neri holy cards. So, great guy, good joker, <laughs> great, <laughs> and great sense
1: of humor, and unfortunately, a cat lover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you, know, you, you tried know- to ruin it for me, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Good evening. Here is the news for Palops. Well, hello, Mr. Fancy Pants.
2: Pay attention to me, boy. I'm not just talking to hear my head roar. You guys, you guys, great news. Rudolph, Santa Claus is coming to town, the little drummer boy, they're all on TV this week.
1: Sounds like our house <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, uh, so here's some news The uh, Pope b- broke his wrist He did, uh, unfortunately uh, Which is, I mean, he's, he's 82 years old So that's not a, it's not a small matter No, that, that might take a little bit of time to heal I would
1: imagine Yeah, it does Things don't heal as well when you're 82 As b- you can imagine But right. he yeah.
0: was he was quoted as saying My guardian angel didn't protect me Because he must have been following higher orders yeah, I mean that's. It's got to be. It's got to mean something. Theologically, Father Seraphim, what is that? What is that? So?
2: <laughs> well, maybe protected from something that was worse than the broken room. There you West go. Hey, that's, there that's you true. go. That's right.
0: And uh, speaking of the Pope as well, the Pope is on retreat at uh, Castel Gandolfo. What is in what is Castel? Do you guys that know what a, that is? That is a
1: very cool place, actually. I, I've had the pleasure of being able to be there. Uh, one of my old podcasts on the Saint Cast, if I might. Throw in a shameless plug. Go for Saint it. Uh, as many sounds a, as you want. Here, go ahead. It <laughs> <Thank you. Yeah. laughs> <laughs> was a, uh, a sound-seeing tour of Castel Gandolfo, and it's this beautiful, beautiful town outside of Rome. I believe it's south of Rome in what, what are called the Alban uh, uh, Colli Albani, the Alban Hills, and it's on the uh, on the shores of Lake Albano, this gorgeous lake, and it's a, a very, you know, a kind of a quaint town nestled in the hills. And um, I believe many, many years ago, I don't know the exact history, but it was given to the the palace there, was given to the popes to use as a uh, retreat. So... Traditionally, every pope spends at least a month or two in the summer at this place and has all of the papal uh, uh, Angelus greetings on Sunday there. Uh, Sometimes he kind of shuttles back to Rome on a helicopter and does the Wednesday uh, general audience, but it's just a gorgeous place.
0: That's very cool. I hear it's got a uh, a very large garden, too, which my mother would love.
1: Yeah, I was looking at
0: pictures when we were doing some research on this. Some really beautiful gardens.
1: If you ever have the opportunity and you are there, I mean, my son and I went up on a Sunday for the Angelus greeting, and uh, it it's a much more intimate place than, uh, than St. Peter's, as you might imagine, square. You wait in a long line for a while, and again, you can get this sense of listening to my podcast, pilgrims from every nation, and then you go into this courtyard uh, in the palace. Have you been there, Father? It's no, not, I haven't. It's courtyard in a palace, and uh, it's a much, much more intimate place. You're at most, uh, at any time, a couple hundred feet from the Pope. So it's wow. Really, that is really and, cool. And what is that podcast, Paul? Uh, that's the SaintCast at SaintCast.org.
0: And uh, <laughs> I think you get a ding <laughs> no, he every time use you work cowbell. Cowbell. your name.
1: Uh, the cowbell. Use I could use the cowbell, yes. which is... Uh, <laughs> sorry, a little more uh, cowbell sent to me by Mark, uh, uh, Mark uh, hey, Smith.
0: Hey, now you have yeah. a ladle in, in Yeah, what's the ladle for? I do more? have a
1: ladle. I have a ladle that you guys thought was really a microphone pop uh, filter. <laughs> 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 this is a ladle because today is the feast of St. Martha. Ah. Feast of St. Martha, the patron saint of cooks and uh, house uh, servants, etc. So one of the things she's depicted uh, with in iconography is a ladle as well as a broom. So that is um, in honor of today's uh, Feast of St. Martha.
0: And lastly, I have a quick question for you guys. What do you think the global domestic product is? That's the GDP of the whole world. Yes. Anybody total. know? Just well, give that, me a guess. Is that, is that like total total revenues of that's, the whole world? Yeah, that's yeah. Like
2: everybody just spending give me money. give me a guess of how much money. Mm, Twenty trillion dollars. You're you're
0: guess. you're in the right category, kind of.
1: I'm going to say five hundred trillion dollars.
0: No, it's actually seventy trillion dollars. Wow! But listen to this. A uh, <laughs> this is hilarious. A North Texas man uh, went out to eat. Grabbed uh, some pizza and a beer, and when he got his uh, debit card or credit card bill, his uh, credit card bill came back for twenty-three quadrillion, one hundred forty-eight trillion, eight hundred fifty-five billion, three hundred eight million, one hundred eighty-four thousand, one hundred eighty-four thousand and five hundred dollars. And he said when That's he was an expensive coffee, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, expensive yeah. pizza. Yeah. Pizza, yeah. How many pages was that? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And uh, so he said that uh, that when he was on the phone with Visa, the lady pretty much choked because the number was going off her screen. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he said that his son made the comment that maybe we could buy season tickets to the Yankees now. And his, and the and the, the dad said, I think we could buy the Yankees now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. but they got Visa got it all cleared up, and uh, they also said that the twenty dollars. Overdraft fee would also be waived. <laughs> yeah, if it was me, I'd just be like, I'd be like, no. Nah, just, just, as long 20. as you can waive, if waive that overdraft fee, I'll, I'll pay, pay the there. difference. <laughs> so uh, yeah, yeah, he could pretty much buy by the world.
2: i fall in and I can't get up.
0: She falls in a well, eyes go cross. She gets kicked by a mule. They go back to normal. At the end of this day. One shall stand,
1: one shall fall. You better say
2: your prayers, you flea bitten varmint.
0: <laughs> well, right. uh, with uh, healthcare in the news, I thought we would talk about healthcare today. As the largest private healthcare provider in the United States, the Catholic Church accounts for a total of about one in every six hospital I beds. I didn't know that. Yes. That's cool. Uh, through various dioceses and religious orders, the church operates 566 hospitals, many of them, of course, founded by con- congregations of nuns. Uh, they have a disproportionately large stake in the quest of universal coverage as they treat large numbers of poor and uninsured. So today I thought we would talk uh, about the church and healthcare reform, and who better to talk about that with, with Dr. Paul Camerata, and uh, also having the priest here <laughs> with uh, Father Seraphim. So, uh, first, I guess I would say is is what is your uh, wh- how do you perceive uh,
1: well I, I have the, a the
0: healthcare a, crisis I yeah guess there's I
1: there's no question that first of all this is a national healthcare crisis this is not you know we have listeners uh, all over the world um, most countries most countries provide healthcare uh, universal coverage for the, uh, their population and uh, the United States does not. And in my mind that really needs to be rectified. Now uh, there are two sides of every issue. Um, You know in this country we have uh, you know upwards of I think they say 50 million people who do not have insurance. Now many of those uh, do not choose to buy insurance Um, and so I guess the actual number of people who uh, are unable to be cared for and unable to purchase insurance is actually uh, lower than that. It's still in the millions of people though and so I I think that uh, something has to be done to cover those people, no question about it, and to simply make it a a right, I mean, like it is Mm -hmm. in every other country. Um, I've seen people that uh, have died, you know, because they don't have health insurance. And it's, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, they uh, have high blood pressure, and they're uh, afraid to spend the money for their medicine, and they come in with a bad brain hemorrhage. Or they've had an aneurysm rupture, and uh, they were afraid to go to the emergency room because they knew it would cost them a few hundred dollars for a CAT scan, and then their aneurysm ruptures a few days later, and this time they die. So, I mean, they, no one should should uh, should face that. Now, on the other hand, you know, there uh, like I say, people have to um, have to take their own health care uh, as a personal responsibility.
0: Yeah, people need responsibility, I, obviously. Yeah, you know. I mean,
1: I mean, I've seen people that uh, that do have insurance that don't take their medicine and that come in and you know have catastrophic uh, problems too so simply providing it to the population isn't going to make sure that, uh, that they get it so I, I think it's you know it's got to be something just like a driver's license everybody's got insurance or at least a, a base a base of insurance that can so
0: there, there basically needs to be some sort of balance as, as far as a, a, a Catholic social justice issue uh, is, is health care I mean would that
2: be fall into the, the church's social justice teaching? Well certainly the responsibility we have to take care of those who are are ill or sick or in need. I was just thinking today of well, the examples of Cosmos and Damian, the unmercenary physicians and one of the examples of the holiness was the fact that they took care of people without charge. And the earliest hospitals for those who were destitute were of course run by the church, by religious orders, particularly orders of women. For people who did not ha- have, at least at that time, any sort of, of health care or, or people to take care of them at all. If you, if you look at the example of Mother Teresa, who was the first one to since go and minister to those people who were, who were dying, Was you know, were, the, were the religious women. And so, we certainly, as Christians, we have a responsibility to take care of one another. Uh, I would say that I have. I'm not going to say this is an official Catholic social teaching thing, but one thing that I, I'm always so concerned with is if one, if the government takes uh, it takes the chief responsibility for this, does this dissuade us from acting on that responsibility? Of since saying, well, the government will take care of it, so I don't have to worry about what's going on with with the poor or, or the people who are are in need. It'd be it'd be nice if if anything that was done that was helped motivated a greater concern for those people who are are in health and health difficulties. And I think especially now with the generally aging religious population here in the United States it's going to become all the more present. What do we do with particularly with religious brothers and priests and sisters and, and how do we take care of them and give them the sort of care that they need Especially after they devoted their whole life to oh yeah to the church.
0: Well, especially with you know baby boomers, mm-hmm. they will be eventually retiring. So that's going to be a huge uh, a huge health crisis there for insurance companies. So
1: you know one of the problems is, uh, or, or one of the uh, the big things being discussed in the United States now is what happens. You know there are a finite amount of resources, and it's very clear that if health insurance were provided universally for everybody in the U.S. under one plan that there will be rationing. In other words, now, if you need your hip replaced, you can go see a doctor tomorrow and have it scheduled next week. Um, A hip replacement not being a matter of uh, life and limb or dire consequences. It's simply a matter of discomfort walking around on a painful hip. In, In Canada, for instance, the waiting lists are fairly long. In the VA system in the United States, the waiting lists are very long. So we're not going to have... The healthcare that we have now, there's no question about it. If it is made universal, and it's just a question of are we willing to accept that? Perhaps there could be some tiered plan, as there is in England or some of the other countries, where you can actually buy insurance, you know, to go above and beyond the national health uh, uh, health service plan, the NHS plan. So I'd be interested in hearing Father Seraphim's uh, experience because he has lived in Austria now for what uh, almost a couple of years. Uh, where they do have a socialized medicine, what what kind of differences have you seen?
2: Well, I can't say that I'm an expert on Austria's plan, or in terms of uh, being able to interpret how uh, how one of our students was treated on the basis of what the doctor made a decision one way or another based upon this the notion of of uh, socialized medicine. I am covered under the Austrian plan myself over there. I'm I, even though I'm not a permanent resident there. And my, my encounters with the doctors there, I've only had one encounter with a, with a doctor, and it was. Uh, uh, so the interesting thing was that she didn't run any tests. She didn't weigh, ta- weigh me or take my blood pressure or anything like that. She just asked me what my symptoms were and then prescribed some medicine based upon the fact that my symptoms matched a bunch of other people who'd come in with similar, similar illnesses. Symptoms, yeah. Um, we have had a couple of students who have gone to the hospital and have had uh, one student had a kidney removed and the other uh, an appendix removed but I can't say that that decision was based upon rationing or cost saving measures Mm -hmm. or or anything, anything like that.
0: Well I know one of the big debates at least I've heard and uh and Nick I think you've heard of this too is is that uh, people don't want a legislation going through that is going to fund abortions as well. I know that's a pretty big controversy um, I, mean, I, it's, it, it's, I mean already the government gives quite a bit of money I think to Planned Parenthood um, Yeah well and we were talking about that on the way down there was a measure to defeat that or to defund Planned Parenthood that almost passed. I think the, the final vote was like 189 189 votes to defund Planned Parenthood and, like, 205 votes not to defund Planned Parenthood. So it's like, a difference of 16 votes.
2: So it's, it's definitely a, a hot-button issue. Um, and I would say there's also the associated issue of whether or not health care providers will be required to act against their conscience and assist in the performing of an abortion or something else that's against their... Their moral values. So you're, you're talking about then like, for
0: example, like here in town, there's St. Joseph Hospital or St. Luke's Hospital where uh, you know, it's obviously a religious hospital, a Catholic hospital, so you're saying they would
2: be required, doctors would be required to perform abortions? Yes, or nurses to assist in the performing abortion. Wow. That, that, that's the issue about whether or not that is required. I think I think it's a little bit difficult to talk about the current bill because I don't know that it's actually been decided what it, what it is. Yeah, yeah. Yet, so. All right. So, well, we just thought we would uh, briefly
0: discuss it. Do you guys have any other uh, final comments?
1: Uh, no, I think uh, there's certainly nothing we're going to solve tonight, and it's a very complex issue. I think uh, there's no question that, that more coverage is going to have to come, that everybody yep. is going to have to be covered. And how that happens, uh, I think we just have to wait and see how it shakes out.
0: Alright, here we go with, uh, this is our new segment. Uh, we're gonna call it, we call it, well, it's not new, this is the third time we've done it, but we call it Chick Flick or Horror Film. (laughs) Oh wow! Okay, uh, if you're listening well, to this, ball. if you're yeah. listening to this podcast, you got to go watch the UStream and see what Paul <laughs> just did because that, that was that was a great face. Oh, uh, I, haven't, I haven't seen what they yes, showed Okay, right? so uh, <laughs> okay, so here's what here's what this
1: is. Uh, now wait a minute, was that just a Yorkshire compliment you gave me? Oh, nice um, job! Um, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: wow, how was it? It was. I no. All right. uh, <laughs> Okay, so oh, okay. the chick flicker horror film is a, what I've gone out and done as i found three chick flicks and three horror films. And this kind of came about, we were at, out at the movies one day, and I saw the, the the movie titled Drag Me to Hell. And I thought, that could be either one. That could be a chick flick, that could be a horror film. You never know. And so this uh, this started this new segment where um, I have three of each of the, of, of the movies, and I'm going to give you the name and a little bit of a synopsis. And you have to kind of figure out which one is the chick flick, which one is the horror film. And so you'll hear, you'll hear the ding if you get it right. You'll hear the buzzer if you get it wrong. So who who wants to go first in this one? Father, please. Uh, <laughs> wow, you're so kind, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> all my years in seminary will pay off. <laughs> okay, all right, let's see here. All right, this is a movie called Overboard. And uh, the, the synopsis reads... Joanna Slayton is very rich and very spoiled When she falls overboard from her yacht In the harbor of a small Oregon town She develops amnesia She's taken in by Dean Prophet, A local carpenter she's previously maligned Maligned Do I get a ding just for using a big word? (laughs) Maligned (laughs) Alright, so you have to answer Is that a chick flick? Like a
2: romantic comedy movie? Or a horror film? That would be a chick flick (laughs)
0: Oh, have you seen it?
2: Please. I, no, I haven't seen it.
0: Okay, <laughs> so now that would not be fair. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Oh, okay. Um. All right. So Paul will give you one, and so Pat, what's the score? The score is one to zero. <laughs> Father Seraphim. <laughs> okay. This next movie is called "Sometimes They Come Back Again." And have you seen this one? No. Okay. No. So the the synopsis is: uh, John Porter returns to his hometown after the sudden death of his mother. He hopes to leave as soon as the funeral's over, but it's too late. He becomes involved with the situation.
1: I gotta say, that's a horror flick. Yes. Oh, nice job. job. Good
0: job. Oh, it's neck and neck, Pat. What's the score? The score is one for Father Seraphim and one for Paul Camerata. Okay. That would mean they are tied. <laughs> Alright, next next film for Father Seraphim this is called The Prophecy. And the synopsis is Some people lose their faith because heaven shows them too little, says Thomas Daggett. But how many people lose their faith because heaven showed them too much? Daggett nearly became a priest, now he's a cop. That's horror movie. Are you sure? Uh, yes. Nice job! Wow, great, great Chris getting tough. walking in that one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> tough competition oh. here. Tough That's competition right. here. Um, okay, this is for Paul. Oh, what's the score? The score is two <laughs> to one. Father's Day. <laughs> on
1: Pardo. What's the score?
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, this next movie is called Beaches. B e a c h e e s. Like, is in the ones you go vacation on. Uh, when the New York child performer C.C. Bloom and San Francisco rich kid. Hillary meet in a holiday resort, in Atlantic City. It marks the start of an interesting situation.
1: Oh, it's got to be a chick flick, I think.
0: Um, you're wavering. Are you sure? I'm sure. That's a chick flick.
1: Oh, oh yes,
0: nice job. wow! That means it's you guys, you down. <laughs> wow. Okay, here. Um, all right. This is for Father Seraphim. How to Make an American Quilt is the name of the movie. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> this is gonna be tough. This book. Finn is a young graduate student and finishing a master's thesis and preparing for marriage to her fiance, Sam. But thoughts of the end of the free life and the potential summer fling intrude. She goes home to her grandmother, where, over the making of her wedding gift, a group of quilting bee friends, laughter, bickering, love, and advice, lead her toward a more open eyed examination of her
2: course. Now is this if I attended the movie or if <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. I'm going to go with uh Chick Flick. Oh, nice job. Yeah,
0: nice job. <laughs> hey, and I I did a poll on Ustream and they they answered right. So so full, so far it is 3 to 2. Okay, now,
1: didn't you say that the title of these films could go either way? I'm sorry. really could. Quilters. I can't see horror or Quilters. I, I was just trying Grandma to imagine.
0: Well, when <laughs> so, I see when I was looking at that, I was like, well, I don't know if you if you've ever watched Silence of the Lambs, the guy tries to make a quilt out of people.
1: Ooh, okay. Ew. so yeah, all
0: right. That would not anyway. be pleasant. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> gross. Okay, last one, and this 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 might be a gimme, but the movie is called Hollow Man. You may have seen it. Uh, I have af- not seen it. Just, okay, uh, for the record, after years of experimentation, brilliant but arrogant scientist Sebastian Kane has discovered a way to make matter invisible. Wait, wait, wait. Say that again? He, ma- he makes matter invisible.
1: Yes. Hollow Man. Okay, I've not seen this. Making matter invisible, and I'm going to say this is a chick flick. Oh. Oh. No. that is a horror film Oh, my
0: oh. Goodness. starring oh. everyone's favorite actor Kevin and Bacon so, yes. and so the final score is three to two oh, and Father Seraphim wins we have yeah. some questions from the peanut okay. gallery yes. here yeah. how's it going We're we are recording, recording the podcast. podcast yeah hey, you want to say <laughs> hi to people you're, you're on video camera too you're yeah, on here. if you want oh, right. right. this, this will be a, a first good. I think yes seriously Go please. ahead. Yeah. Go for it. I'm not very
2: good at <coughs> it. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> I'm not very good at recording podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, on the heels, that alone, let you go, Ted, yodel, odle, 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 le, hee-hoo. Nice
0: job! Oh, that was very, that's good, nice. Yeah. very good. Very good. Yeah. Nice, 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 nice golf, golf clapping, wow. Wow, guys. Cool. I was clapping. Oh, well, I didn't want to that's be too that's loud. My royal clap here. Wow, yeah. we just had a, uh, a nice young lady. That's very uh, cool. Yes, yodel reminds me of should, Austria here. We should
2: yes. tell her <laughs> well, other yes. <laughs> I triple dog dare You, you No,
0: know, before this is over, I'm gonna need a whole lot of serious therapy.
1: Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Is there no one on this planet to even challenge me?
0: Okay, this is Catholic Challenge, and so what we are going to talk about is a few things you can do this week to help increase your faith. And uh, the first thing is, is uh, um, if you're listening to this podcast, do you know the Joyful Mysteries of the Rosary? Oh, do you guys happen to know maybe, those? I think that would be a fair assumption, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> no, I figured maybe, maybe you can name them off or something, but no, we won't name them off, actually. You have to go out and look them up. Yes. Because we, we want you to do your homework. To do some work. Yes. That's right. So, uh, uh, first of all, first Catholic, part of the Catholic Challenge is go learn the Joyful Mysteries of the Rosary. And then uh, maybe consider how often do you pray the rosary? Is it daily? Is it maybe once a month? Is it once a year? Once every ten years? Um, and maybe consider praying it at least once this week. If only, not. Only uh, at funerals. Wake yeah, funerals. Right, yeah, well, yeah. yeah. oh, so yeah, uh, no. yeah, consider praying it maybe once once a week or something like that. You know, if you can memorize the joyful mysteries and then pray the rosary to those joyful mysteries, you're one quarter of the step. There to learning all the mysteries of the rosary Oh yes, one. it used to be one third And now it's one quarter That's right, We've, they've made
1: it harder <laughs> <laughs> JP2, we love you, right? Yeah. That's well, right
0: s- Speaking of JP2, he was very dedicated to the rosary He was Yeah, there's a, there's a book called um, the, Ros- the New Rosary in Scripture By a guy by the name of Ted Sri He's a Catholic theologian And he talks about uh, The way the Pope, John Paul II Used to pray the rosary and I don't know if you guys ever heard this particular method, but what, what he used to do was um, he talks about how the the Hail Mary is is very centered around the word, you know, uh, uh, Jesus. So blessed is through Thy womb Jesus. And so he says that the, the Jesus is the is the center the word. Jesus is the center of that prayer that holds the whole prayer together. And so what Pope John Paul II used to do was in, to help him continually meditate on that mystery as he would pray that particular decade. He would say the mystery after the name Jesus. So, you know, blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus, in the Annunciation, or whatever that particular mystery right. would be. And then you would continue on with the prayer. I know it was a really cool way of praying the rosary and helping you to remember that particular mystery. And uh, lastly, we thought we would put some links up. Uh, one of them is to my old stomping ground, the Newman Center down at the University of Tulsa on their website. Has a great online rosary. You can actually pray it online, so you can click through the beads, and uh, oh, that's cool. And uh, actually, it might guide you. I'm not not completely sure, but we'll go ahead and put that link. And then also, uh, our friends from the Rosary Army. Yeah, where we will put their uh, their link. And if you guys don't know what the Rosary Army is, uh, it's a website where you can make them, pray them, and give them away. And uh, that is making rosaries. Uh, and uh, that's uh, from Greg and Jennifer Wiltz and the folks over at the uh, Rosa- Rosary Army website. That's right. Anything you guys want to say about the rosary? Yes. Aside from it's really cool.
1: <laughs> <laughs> does, does everybody have a. Everybody's probably got a special rosary. Do you have a, a special rosary? I mean, I I've do, got. Uh, yeah.
0: Mine is. Uh, I have it on me, actually. My rosary. That's a great sound. That's
2: that's not the sound of my rosary. They have a special blender. That's that's where we're making them right behind us. We're we're making rosaries. right behind us. So
0: this is is my rosary, and I like it because I made it uh, with Greg Greg and Jennifer's website, and it's blue and gold, which happened to be the colors of my high school. I went to Aquinas in Overland Park, and my college, I went to Marquette, and of Patrick's College, it seems that my yes, family—my wow. family cannot go to institutions that are not blue and gold yeah. and colored. we went to Aquinas, and Aquinas <laughs> has blue and gold. Is there uh, Any, anybody the at Notre Dame? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> you know, I, I tried. They—they—they—they they, they, uh, they only accepted three people out of my graduating oh my class. Is, wow, it was crazy. It was real competitive that year, I guess.
1: We, so. Do we do have a couple of uh, domers on the UStream audience yes. right now? So I had to uh, hey, there you
2: go. So you guys have a, a particular favorite rosary or? Well, I was just thinking, since you mentioned Rosary Army and it's, um, it's make them, pray them, and give them away, some people say that a gift is something that's useless to the giver. Uh, in the case of the Rosary Army here, I like giving a rosary away or praying a rosary for someone else, in fact, it does <laughs> rear down and gaze upon the person who oh, did it. Oh, so. very well done, Farmer, <laughs> <laughs> sir, and if you guys... Nicely, uh, <laughs>
0: If you guys don't know what that is, that is our What's My Line segment that Victoria sent in, and that means that she'll be winning a prize. <laughs> That's right. Uh, the wow. rosary is
1: not a Yorkshire compliment. Yes, it is not. There you go, Nick. <laughs> wow. We get the ding. Yeah. All right. Well, I've got, a, uh, I've got a number of favorite rosaries. Uh, one of them was one my dad had. My dad died when I was a kid, uh, 14. And then I, uh, I got one from a listener a few years ago with a piece of uh, clothing of Padre Pio's a second class oh, wow. relic oh, cool! in the um, uh, in the, uh, uh, the back of the little uh, uh, Mary you know uh, has ex indumentis uh, from the from the clothing of uh, Padre Pio so that's that's my very favorite very cool
0: uh, my favorite rosary is actually one that Steve Nelson made for me when I was a student down at the University of Tulsa and what was really cool is he uh, he made the rosary just like uh, the ones that Greg and Jennifer make out of uh, out of like twine and, uh, of course, it's blue and gold. And then, uh, but my favorite thing about it is uh, he made it so that in the middle uh, where uh, the first three beads are and it kind of mm-hmm. connects to the rest of the rosary, that, that middle section there, you can attach, uh, you can attach, like, saint medals and, and things like that. So mine kind of has, you know, like three or four saint medals, and uh, one of them is, of course, St. Philip Neary from the St. Philip Neary Newman Center. All right. That's All awesome. right. Good name. Well, that about uh, <laughs> wraps up our show. <laughs> that about wraps up our show. Yes. And it does. Uh, I would like to thank uh, Paul and Father Seraphim for uh, joining us here at Scooter's Coffee House. So, you, yeah, we, 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 we need to plug your guys' show. Yes. So, this will, how, how do we get to go through your, your episodes? Yes.
2: Catholicunderthehood.com or sqpn.com
1: and uh, you can go to saintcast s-a-i-n-t cast dot org or sqpn.com as well and we should thank all our Ustream uh, audience from around the world we have people from Brazil uh, Netherlands all over the United States Uh, yeah
0: okay so thank you for joining us and uh, our podcast is InBetweenSundays.com. Oh, there we go. There's a <laughs> yeah, more cowbell. More cowbell. That's <laughs> right. I got a fever, and the only way to cure it is with more cowbell. Yeah. <laughs> cowbell is not a Yorkshire right. compliment. No.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, hey, guys. If you want to check us out, uh, you can go to our website, which is InBetweenSundays.com. And if you'd like to send us some feedback, you can do so at feedback at InBetweenSundays.com or give us a phone call at 206-337-337. Seven nine four five. Yeah, and uh, you guys can always give us a "What's My Line" segment, or tell us, uh, you know, something that uh, you've been struggling with in your faith, and maybe we'll uh, talk about it on our podcast. Yeah. And lastly, I wanted to tell people to go out to our Facebook fan page. You can find it on our website. Uh, it's on the right hand side, and uh, we've had some listeners posting some discussions, and that's really what this podcast is about: is uh, joining young adults and uh, people, all all Catholics. Around the world and joining a community where they can discuss together and uh, work together to grow in faith. So, th- thank, you. Yeah, thank you guys very much for listening. Uh, thanks, Paul and Father Seraphim, for being here. We really appreciate thank it. Thank you for inviting us. Appreciate yeah. it. And uh, thank you to Scooters the Coffee House for hosting us. That's right. That's uh, at www.scooterscoffeehouse.com.
1: You're still here?
0: It's over. Go home. Go.